everybody. Welcome to another one of our one-shot episodes where we just take a little topic for five minutes or a few a few minutes. We don't give it the full 15-minute treatment. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about Zack Snyder's 2009 adaptation of Watchmen. He's been in the news a lot lately, obviously, because of the $70 million redo of Justice League. And we just started talking about this, and I said to Mike, let's record. Um, Mike is a big, big uh, hater on, of the Watchmen film. I happen to say... I didn't think it was as terrible as everyone said it was. And then uh, Mike started talking. I said, let's save it for the podcast. So, Mike, why do you and so many people hate on this movie? When you've read that comic book, you understand the potential uh, of that story. It, it, how long does it take you to read that comic book? Let me ask you. It takes, it takes longer than you would think because it's, it's very, very text heavy. That's exactly correct. You can't do it, even if you took three or four hours, which God knows he would have if they would have allowed him to. Uh, that there's too there's too much story and too much nuance uh, to condense into a form which is which is essentially like a flip book. It it looks like a moving graphic novel. So you you said to me, other people have said the look and feel of that movie is great. Yeah, I yeah, it's great. Yeah, because it's 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 plagiarized literally from the pages of that graphic novel. There's no reason to see the characters move and talk because they move in exactly the same way and they say the same thing. When you when you say I'm going to do an adaptation of Superman. I, I go and I see the adaptation. Somebody's taken the source material with which we're all familiar and they put their own spin on it. There's no spin here. The only, the only spin was the idea to condense it down and have actors that look exactly like the drawn characters. They're casting in real life for people who look like drawn people to do and say the same things that I read and have a, a much more shallow experience. I just, I think it's, I think it's an, a silly exercise. It is more shallow, certainly, but but um, when I first went into it, so I first read Watchmen. Maybe I don't know. I, I came late to that party. I read it for the first time maybe ten years ago. You know, I, like everyone else, it, I I I couldn't believe how great it was. I kept telling everybody, "You got to read this." And of course, everyone said to me, "Yes, Dan, I've already read it a hundred times. Um, loved it." And I remember talking to somebody who said to me, "Was very adamant, said, do not see the film, do not watch the movie." And I said as a joke, like, "I'm not even allowed to like if it's on. Like, I just can't even watch it." They're like, "No, I like I have to shield my eyes. Like, do not watch that movie." So, of course, that just gave me the incentive to watch the movie. And maybe I went into it thinking to myself, all right, I'm ready to mock this thing. But I, I didn't find myself mocking it. I thought the opening sequence where they play the times that are changing, I thought was really well done. And I see what you're saying is that, yes, it's shot for shot. It is it is the graphic novel. You do lose a lot of those nuances. But I kept waiting for it, I kept waiting for it to be worse than it is. Didn't you say just a week ago that it had the worst sex scene that you'd ever seen? It in does. A film? Ha- it does. That is cringeworthy. I mean, but I'm not, I'm, you know, all right. So it's not, you know. It, it wasn't directed by, you know, Bernardo Bertolucci or something, but, um, you know, but uh, I, I, that's cringeworthy, but one cringeworthy scene does not damn the whole film. I mean, you could put Bob Dylan on your record player and then you could re you could read the graphic novel that that would be, a, that would be a really cool way to experience it, but you would save yourself the time and expense of having to th- produce and then watch that film there. It's, it's, pointless so then let's talk about Zack Snyder some more like so what what's your take on something like 300 or the, I feel the same way about the 300 the same text chain that led us to watch Batman Beyond some I said name a good movie by Zack Snyder I'll wait and they all I could come up with was the 300 and literally I sent it you can send a screenshot of what he does in the film next to the panel from the comic book you know it, it takes sometimes years to storyboard these things he, he inherited a storyboard there's no, you know, there's no spin there. The graphic like, novel a, is the storyboard. A, yeah, a, a child could adapt this movie because it's already done. You're just, he just copies other people's homework. And then there's part of, there's part of like getting the point um, it, where you can 
when you read material, when you really sit with it quietly, it does something different to you. We all know that the difference between reading Pride and Prejudice and watching a movie version of Pride and Prejudice is different because the, there's there's subtlety to the narration, which is Jane Austen is telling you that she's on your side. The narrator is talking to you in a different way than the characters talk to one another. Part of the part of the pleasure of a comic book is how beautiful the form is versus how disrespected it is. And so this is just a, an attempt to take a disrespected form of art and to interpret it in a respected form of art, but without changing anything. And that's it's missing the point. It's just so hollow. One of my kids was just reading Watchmen a few a few weeks ago for the first time, and I wanted to keep saying to him, well, did you get to the part where, well, did you get to the scene where, but because of the way the narrative is structured, I couldn't do that because it, because how far, you, how many pages you're into it does not tell you where you might be in the timeline. So I'm trying to talk about different things. I'm like, oh, you don't know that yet. Like, well, when do you find this out? And because of reading it is such a rich experience when you get all the fake memoirs and the, and the, and the fake ads and the, and, the, and the fake interviews and stuff with Ozymandias, it's such a beautiful experience that you can't keep turning back so, so that richness that you're, you're talking about in in getting Jane Austen's voice is kind of the thing that obviously you lose when you transfer Pride and Prejudice to the scene but I take it that your point is when you transfer Watchmen to the scene to the screen it's 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 a kind of formal appropriation that that everybody respects movies everybody likes movies movies have an inner spectacle but there's a kind of inner performance that you have to do to turn a graphic novel into a spectacle there's a lot of people that don't get comic books and I understand what they don't get, but there's a missing part of the performance that they have to do when you have the when you have the source material. What a movie is, especially a movie is that faithful to the adaptation is they're trying to take the comic book and just make it move. And that doesn't that doesn't work. Someone once said to me um, before I used to read graphic novels, I, I almost, you know, I, I didn't really dismiss them, but I was kind of like, yeah, that's not my scene. And somebody said, you know, you've got to read, you know, the, the, the Dark Knight Returns. And I said, oh, why? And uh, or Watchmen. And I said, why? And they said, they said, you love novels and i said yes and then the person said to me you love movies and i said yes and they're like this is like the the movie novels love child this is where these things come together so how are you how are you not experiencing these i thought that was a pretty good point i never forgot it and uh, both of those are, are so beautiful i love the dark knight returns yeah. um i didn't like for example um frank miller's sin city okay yeah i wasn't nuts about that either yeah you know for for largely the same reasons all right great well um that was our little our little go back and forth about about Watchmen, a movie that we have not seen in a long, long time, but it just came up in our conversation. Thanks for listening, everybody. 